0: This podcast is brought to you by High Five Tom, a proud family member of
1: Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale and honored to be part of
2: the following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network Entertainment here.
0: What up, high fivers? Uh, it's your boy, High Five Tom. And uh, per the usual, I've got my very good friend. You're too slow, Will, uh, on the other side of the country. Will, how are you this evening? I am. I oh no. I, I'm. I was already
3: kind of looking forward to jumping on tonight, Tom. But then you you sweeten the deal here. You know, because not only is it me and Tom the bomb. High five, Tom. Buzzy E. Whatever. Milwaukee Tom.
0: Yeah. Milwaukee uh, Tom.
3: Moth Spock. Mood Spook. Mood Spock. <laughs> but we have the Tribal Chief of the Shining Wizards Network. We've got the Can You Beat That Champion at LOL Mike Peterson. Mike Peterson live and in color. What's up,
4: Mike?
2: Oh, you know, uh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, mostly just been doing a lot of work lately, but um, when I when I got the uh, tap on the shoulder to come on tonight, I couldn't refuse, so I was yeah. like, hell yeah, let's go.
0: Yeah, and uh, to uh, my credit, I literally asked him about 22 hours ago. is <laughs> our original you know, guest had to back out, so. <laughs> you, know, our,
4: you
3: know, you didn't have to spoil <laughs> that our, our other guest you know, no, you know, big time does to Tom, you know, you could have just left that part out.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, I would say that it's,
3: big, life happens. So I get it. Sorry, so. We already brought the move down. So Mike,
2: did you watch game seven? Uh, which game seven are we talking the, about? The here? Finals?
3: Did you watch the, the Bruins?
2: Oh. oh, I did. I did. And lo- and let me tell you. I, so like f-
3: I, I went to one Bruins game this year because mm. Brittany won tickets and it was a Bruins Panthers game, actually, <laughs> during, the re- during the regular season. So, like, I don't really follow hockey, so I didn't have like any big vested interest in it. But when you're sitting there watching it and they're down, they bring it up to tie, and they get the lead. It's like, just don't, just don't screw it up. Just don't, don't screw it up. Just don't screw it up. It's like,
4: oh no.
2: <laughs> yep. Um, and you know, as somebody who honestly just like isn't a Bruins fan, like, and I'm not. Um, I don't know, spoiler, uh, just kind of happened like that. Nothing we can really do about it. But I digress. So anyway, for me, as a fan of a rival team, I loved every minute of it. <laughs> so, I, I'm
3: I, I'm sorry that I I'm, I assume that you are all Boston sports teams who who do you like for hockey
2: uh i am a philadelphia flyers fan Ooh. yes uh i love me some gritty he is the best
3: gritty uh, is the best
2: yes
0: did you grow up with eric I'm lindros a- a little bit before your time what's up did you grow up with eric lindros or is that a little bit before your time
2: no lindros was actually like right as i was starting to get into hockey yeah
0: that's a, that's a, yeah i mean that's Lindros was awesome back in the day. So yeah, so good. I uh, team,
3: I, I could make an argument, despite Vermont not having its own hockey team, that because of where I grew up, that I should be a Flyers fan.
2: Yes, I know. I know where you're going with this. Because
3: the sports complex up in St. Albans, Vermont, right off, I think it's like exit 21 on 89 North, some shit like that, or 18 yep. or something like that. You can go to the Collins Pro Sports Complex, and there is a giant portrait of John LeClair. <laughs> the only person from where I'm from that did anything worthwhile.
2: Yeah. <laughs> wow. As soon as you said Vermont, I was like, I know exactly who he's talking about. That's a pretty big person to have, though.
4: Yeah.
3: yeah but he's the only one. So, I mean, <laughs> you're not competing for the spotlight. It's like Matt Taven, you know, Dairy New Hampshire. <laughs> the, the pool's
0: not that big. <laughs> yeah. You caught know, it in the bag. Uh, besides me, I don't know what other famous people came from in Wisconsin, so. I don't know. Yeah, yeah you got me beat, so. That's pretty awesome, so. So now Boston was up three one in the series at one point, right? Yep. Yes. And were they were they leading Game Seven?
2: Uh, n- they, a, that no. was pr- that game was pretty back and forth. Okay. Uh, they had the lead at one point, and I think it was like the until the second period. Okay. And then no, they, they, just, they
3: started out down from the second. T- uh, Florida started up to a uh, two nothing.
2: Okay. Yeah. 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 And the, You're right. And
3: then, and then the Bruins caught up, and then they had it. And they just had to not let Florida score for like <clears throat> two minutes, and it becomes a football thing. It's like just don't let them. Sc-
1: don't just, let them just score.
3: Hold just hold it. Just keep them running. Just don't. Just don't let them. It's like, oh, there it goes.
0: <laughs> yep. You were winning with two minutes to go.
3: They were pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they had the lead. And it's like they just got to hold it out. They just got to hold out. And they there wasn't that much time left in the game when Florida scored again.
2: It's like, oh, overtime they go. And it's like, oh, man, not I, looking good. I remember watching that and thinking, I'm like, wow, the Bruins are actually going to pull this one out. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, because overtime but, have hockey
2: rules. Oh, that's the best hockey in the world. Hands it was, down.
3: It was fascinating because I was, uh, Catching up on my my part in the interruptions this morning, and they went they did a run through with all these teams and all these different sports that had like immaculate seasons in the regular season and then got bounced like just in, in, in the big game like the Mariners a couple of years ago yep and the Patriots you know famously going undefeated oh, seven. the whole season they lost the Giants in the Super Bowl
2: Yeah. Uh the twenty I think it was the twenty nineteen Tampa Bay Lightning, the team that did it right before the Bruins did. Um the the New York Yankees in two thousand four. The probably that's the most famous example.
3: I'm I'm kind of surprised the Leafs beat the Lightning. I'm not gonna lie. From everything I heard, the Leafs weren't that good. And Florida's one like Yeah. What the not they didn't win last year, but they won what two
2: or they were three, three to be champions, yeah. Oh, they were, yeah, yeah, they three in a row. Also, let's
0: do it one 2020, 21, 22.
2: Yeah,
4: wow, oh.
3: yeah. My I have a bunch of friends that are Islanders fans, and they're like, why <clears> is the team from Florida so fucking good? There's no likes.
2: <laughs> I know, like, I think we were all baffled by this. You know,
3: you you got it, you got it, and I mean,
2: for three years running, they had those. I mean, they still playoffs this year, so yeah, those teams were wagons, like (laughs) just front to back. Those teams were loaded. Hockey should not be played south of St.
0: Louis or west of Colorado. (laughs) I'm
2: just saying,
0: if ice doesn't show up there naturally, fucking Phoenix Coyotes and fucking Florida Panthers and fucking. How do you move a goddamn team from fucking Minnesota? And I don't even like Minnesota. There's very few things besides Kevin and maybe three other things I like from Minnesota. But how the fuck do you move a hockey team from Minnesota to Dallas, Texas? Hey, you got to go where the money is. Mm-hmm. Everything's bigger in Texas. That's
1: right.
2: Mm-hmm. And people in SoCal love money. Yeah. They like attending sporting events to attend sporting events. That's right. They make events out of it.
0: <clears throat> yeah and if the golden knights didn't did the golden knights win like their first or second year too
2: uh they made it to the cup in their first year like the f- very first year of existence in the stanley cup like what the hell
3: <laughs> yeah everybody's like oh they, they, whatever it's like
4: they bad, bad.
2: <laughs> yeah I, and it's so funny because of that they had to go back and tweak all the expansion rules. Yeah. Because it was just like, that team was just so loaded front to back.
0: Sorry, it's going to be the Kraken
2: this year. Yep.
0: Yeah, Kraken's a hard name. That
3: is, I, I will,
0: Krakens. I will give them that, so. That's,
3: that's an XFL name. Ah! Yeah.
2: Nice. Is
0: the XFL still going? Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, it's the championship week this week, I believe.
0: Oh, I missed that darn. And then you
2: have the, the USFL start soon too. Oh boy. Let me let me let me get up for that one. I have thoughts on that, but I'm not gonna bring them up here. So <laughs> more mediocre football for everyone. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Other than that, gentlemen, how's your week been? It's been it's been pretty alright. How's your week been?
2: Uh not too bad. I my uh, doing a lot of yard work. It's been raining, so I've just been reading. Just doing a lot of reading in my spare time. Hell yeah!
0: Speaking of reading, Will, did you see my post in the Discord a couple
3: I hours did. ago? You 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 made a big enough dent in your your two read stack. You finally hit the dead wrestler
0: elegies. Yep. So, I have a feeling I'll probably be done by Friday. So, thank you again. Well, it reads quick. Yeah, it's fun, though. And there's pictures, so, I mean, you'll... (laughs) Yeah. That's good for me, so... Yeah, and I cut you off Will, earlier. I'm sorry. What were you going to say?
3: No, it's fine. I don't know what I was going to say at this point. Okay. Oh. I'm going to throw it out here again, because I'm pretty sure I'm throwing it on this product again. But if you listen to... First of all, you should listen to our friends on Visionaries Global Media and Shining Wizards Network.
4: Yeah.
3: But if you do listen to the Shining Wizards podcast, you know that handsome Kevin always has words for Tony's mom, Diana. But I got a beat because I bought Mike Peterson's mom a Ring of Honor t-shirt at Death Before Dishonor. Can confirm
2: I have the shirt upstairs. Hand, and hand delivered. Yep. Can confirm that.
4: <laughs> Man, doesn't meeting,
3: love that a story. Meeting, meeting Mike and Mike's mom was the best part about going to Death Before Dishonor because I still, <laughs> I still
0: choose to say I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike, actually, we never got your thought. What did you think of that show?
2: Um, I had a great time <laughs> overall. It it was my uh, first Ring of Honor event. So mine too. It was it was definitely it was different in the in the in the way that it didn't, you know, cuz at that time my only experience going to big wrestling events like this was AEW.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And AEW is probably like the closest thing I could probably give to Ring of Honor, but Ring of Honor is on its own level. Like there's just something different about Ring of Honor.
3: Oh, there was something different about that fucking show.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: I and you say like you had a good time. Like I, I, I also f- maybe if I was sitting like with friends, I would have felt different. It's mm-hmm. like this, the, like the particular like cluster of people I was in, like I wasn't in like a terribly large like cluster or like terribly loud cluster of people. Mm -hmm. If they would cheer It was like They cheered like the baby Like it was always The baby face This is fucking boring
2: Oh yeah But like
3: I had a bunch Of friends that went And some of them I knew were going And we just didn't get Like tickets together So I knew they were like Somewhere in the room Yeah And then when I was Getting my ticket I asked my one buddy I'm like hey I know you said You didn't want to go I'm buying tickets So I want to make sure And then he's like No I don't really want to go Because he's not big On going to live wrestling He loves watching it at home Mm -hmm. But he's not big On going out And dealing with wrestling fans that son of a bitch wound up going because one of his other friends sent him a message saying hey i bought tickets for death before dishonor let's go <laughs> this, other, this friend of a friend can't drive themselves so my the primary friend had to be there right there and that was the coaxing was i bought you a ticket you're going let's go <laughs> and they got a great deal on floor seats because they had them open they just wanted to sell the tickets. So, yeah, they got it a couple hours before uh before showtime.
0: Nice. Well, shit. I mean, my ticket for the final final battle was 50 bucks. That's front row. Yeah. I don't don't have can't to beat that. that That's
3: pretty good. I mean, See. it costs like I was looking at it, it was like $60 you get a front row at
2: beyond, so I mean, that's true. And I, I have been front row at Beyond. It is, is, is worth, it worth that's it? it's is, worth is it, it worth it. I, I'm I haven't got i have not got for the uh,
3: I haven't got my ticket for the the show in Lowell yet. And I was I was looking at them like, ooh, do I get the front row? Do it's I worth show it. out for the front row?
2: It's one hundred percent worth it,
3: was, it. I showed out front row for chaotic and for wrestling Federation of America, I'm not gonna lie.
2: Hasn't been worth it yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> like for me, I, I just love being at Beyond Shows so, in general. So to me, sitting paying that 60 bucks to sit up front and then like kind of high five all the wrestlers. I come out, uh, you know, talk a little I've smack
3: never, here and there. I've, I've I've never been able to make it to a beyond show yet. So I'm very <clears> excited. And Alex Coughlin's gonna be there.
2: Yep. Um oh, oh man, and they're like everybody's just so f- Fucking talented! It that wrestle for that promotion, um, up and down the line. <laughs> I mean, I I can sit here and go on for hours about Beyond Wrestling. Are, do, so, <laughs> do, you have, do, you a, do you have a ticket?
3: Uh, do you have a ticket secured to that show? May uh,
2: no, not yet, and I don't think I'll be able to make that show.
3: Oh, that's a bummer.
2: Yeah, when I thought
3: it was in Lowell, because when I message you about the, that's where the concert I went to the other night was. Mm-hmm where my friends play it's, it's a dope room. Like it's new. They opened it as a venue for bands to perform and live stream mm-hmm. during the pandemic. So they could still get like, you know, get some like reps in stream, a concert right. or whatever. So like, they don't have like a liquor license or anything like that yet. And it's so weird. Cause it's like, it's in like the big, like studio building. Mm-hmm. You just go in and there's like, Oh, it's Tafta music Hall. And you open up and like, you go into like a whole other, it's like a liminal space thing. It's like, how is this fit in here? Like, but it's, it's cool. I mean, it was a great place for a show. I'm the ceilings. Ceilings might be a touch low for a wrestling show, but I feel like most venues that I see wrestling shows at like these, like Elks lodges and stuff like that, the ceilings are kind of on the low side.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the nice part about going to see like, like beyond wrestling, like I, like, I was saying, is the venue where it's normally at? It's the White Eagle in Worcester. Yep. Um, A very, I mean, the ceiling is very, very high. (laughs) So I'm not, I'm not just being metaphorical there. It's just like it, you know, it's a very large building. (laughs) Yeah. The last Wrestling Federation of America, I
3: went to some like Riders Lodge in Hooksit. And, That the room was small, like the the space between the side of the ring and the guardrail was like enough for like, a person to stand sideways. Like, one person tried to go up to like the top rope at one point. It's like, you you can't, like, you can't even like crouch. Malonis was in the ring, it could probably like palm the ceiling standing in the ring. Yeah, (laughs) like somebody ran to you a suicide dive. It's like, there's nowhere for you to go, don't do it. (laughs) Yeah, don't even try. But uh, Tom, as, as as we usually say, sorry, Listeners, this is a ring of honor podcast. You yeah. did click the right thing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. Uh we just kind of got a little off track.
0: I think the high fires at this point know, you know, that we're you know, we're just catching up. I mean, see what time we really get talked during the week. So and you know, this is the first time the first time actually, I think Mike, I've actually you and I have actually verbalized.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, I think we've been talking for probably like well over a year now. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Um,
0: (laughs) but I was telling uh, Will and Mike off air, you know, like Matt always likes to ask us when's the last time you shit your pants, and um, I that day has not you know gotten any closer than the last time, Will, when I shit my pants last July in the alley, um, by accident, (laughs) Um, but that almost changed. I was driving up to Green Bay, I had a bag of cheese curds on the way and some kombucha. Uh, so, you know, things were a little loose in the backside, you know, it's about two and a half, three hour drive. These in kombucha. Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. Uh,
2: that's making, that's making my stomach cramp.
0: You know, so it was uh, a little loosey goosey. I got in the vent. So I get to the venue. I'm like, ah, well, I'm pretty close. I'm like, and then I'm waiting in line and this guy is just complaining because some girl that was supposed to be there no-showed and he wanted a refund and he's arguing with the guy i'm like dude i just got a shit i mean come on but what are you what are you doing all right finally i get my ticket i go in and there it's it's a it's a big fucking like sports comp not a big sports complex but they got like four or five like volleyball courts like indoor volleyball court so it's pretty relatively big but they got one bathroom with one shitter so i'm like fuck so i get in there and there's somebody in the shitter and i'm sitting there and i'm doing the fucking shitty dance you know, I'm getting pretty fucking close. And then I'm mouthing off and like, God damn, this guy falling in, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then finally someone's like, Well, there's, a, there's another shitter in the bar. I'm like, So I go to the bar, I do my business, good to go. And then later I was talking to my buddy, and uh, said, said person came out and had the same shoes on. It was actually uh, one of the wrestlers that was in there. I'm not going to mention because it is one of my favorites, uh, but it is an impact superstar. Uh, that was former former uh, former impact superstar former impact superstar um shit in his pants also former guest of the brain buster boys not that i set that in our conversation up or anything um and i, I was disappointed i didn't actually have the guts to tell him when i talked to him after the show i really should have because we probably would have got a good laugh out of it but yeah i uh almost would have been three days since last time i shit my pants but i was good so yeah I've caught two wrestling shows you know, I uh, when at Lapika like you're talking about Lapika Lounge, is, like one of the places, like where you're sitting front row, like you're putting your feet on the ring, you're that close. But, where
3: where was the unauthorized show again?
0: Unauthorized was in Turner Hall, in downtown Milwaukee. Oh, yep. So it's down the street from where where the Bucks play now. And speaking of sports team shit in the bed, being the number
2: one seed. Anyways, so that's okay. I mean, it, things could be worse. He could be a Bruins fan. Yeah. So.
4: I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm
2: sorry, <laughs> I mean, I'm
3: not really – I'm not – if anything, like, I'm at this point, like, I don't really – I don't follow – like, I follow football a little more. Like, I don't really follow baseball that much anymore. I keep saying next year I'm going to, like, stick – I'm going to get in when it starts. I'm going to, like, keep up, and I just – I don't have the bandwidth for it. Yeah, but I, I default to the Canadian team, so I'm like, oh, I was an ex. I say, I'm like, oh, I was an Expos fan. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> though, I will say, with all the new rule changes, baseball has become a lot more fun to watch again.
3: Yeah, the, the longer games are like two and a half hours, and not like yeah. six hours. Yeah. yeah,
2: exactly.
0: Yeah, it's crazy because with my job as a gate screener, you know they let's go by the certain innings, but now they had to move that back. Like right now, they're now they're like, damn, we can get rid of these
3: people sooner. We don't have to pay them as much. Yeah. Well, I mean, that sucks for you, Tom. You don't you you missed out on a whole eight hour shift from one baseball game.
1: No.
0: (laughs) The longest I work is like four and a half, five hours. But um, and it's cool because, like I said, I get paid for like depending on the gate. Like if I work two and a half hours, I still get paid for four. There you go. Not bad. They give it the minimum. So. Um, all in all, I mean that job's gotten a lot better to I me. Mean, because it's a lot of retirees, you know, before it was a bunch of old crossy old people. My first season wasn't very good, but I started lightening up and actually talking to people. So um, but yeah, I ran into former shining Wizards guest perch at the game, so that was fun. It was cold because it was rainy, it was like thirty eight degrees outside, but oof. Yeah, we're in a we're in a tent, but I mean people were in a decent mood, so but yeah, Unauthorized is at Turner Hall. So when you guys ever, I'm, I'm serious. So then whenever you guys come visit, I'd love to take you. That's a great venue. Yeah, top five favorite venues. Sure. So. And now one of my other top five favorite venues, Will, is uh, we will be reviewing the House of Fucking Hoopla or whatever it is. Is <clears throat> at 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park, Illinois, next in July. I am not looking forward to that. I can't wait.
3: It's going to be so bad. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna get us so many numbers though. Like that's gonna be the episode that like takes off.
2: Yeah, House of Hoopla. Yeah, we, I love it.
3: We we got to make sure all the the socials are up with our our, our snazzy. I know, <laughs> I know. Listen, I'm excited to get our, our actual social media accounts because I I out some ducats to get like an actual like logo and shit made, and I think it's amazing.
4: Nice. So I want I want
3: to get I want to get this bad Larry out there in the
0: world. I do have. Um, I do have, uh, well, I the, started the ball rolling and getting those stickers covered. So it's been sent to talk to my guy. So, Mike, when we get stickers, obviously, we, will mail, you know, we're going to steal the mark order gimmick. We are going to mail them out. And by we, I mean not me, because we Will got the logo. So the least I can do is mail them with people. And, you know, even if he's in England, and yes, if you are in England or Australia, we will send them international. I don't give a shit. If you listen to us, that's the least we could do, so. But yeah, Will's logo's pretty dope. Tom, nice. there's a, there's a.
3: I forgot to tell you. I think about you every time we go out for a walk now. Because in the next block of buildings from my apartment, there is high five printing. Really? And I'm like, I'm, I'm, i I kind of want to go in and ask how much it would cost to just print like a shirt or a hat just to see how like ideas come out and then be like ooh but I just thought it was funny it was high five printing no shit huh I'm like it would be it would be high five printing
4: (laughs) come
0: on let me google that (laughs) where did you your shirts done high five printing I mean duh duh
3: duh go in and tell them you stole my boy's gimmick. so start uh, coughing
2: up some shirts that's right then you have to put bitch at the end of it. Be like, "Cough up the shirts, bitch. bitch!" Oh, oh, all right. Here you go.
0: I'm in Alabama. Hi five Printware incorporated. Maybe. When
3: I, when I when I go out tomorrow,
0: I'll send you a picture of the storefront. Okay. Lots well, in Arlington Heights, Illinois. Huh. Okay. Interesting. That's hilarious, Saul. So. Well, well, I'm glad you're also taking a walk. So let's. I mean, something healthy. So yep a mile a day nice and nice the pounds
3: are i'd like to say the pounds are slipping away but i'm still a i'm still a sprightly nearly 300 pounds so well you
0: were a will will i i you always say listen i, I never thought listen
3: <clears throat> the amount of times i scare the shit out of people because i'm behind them and they're like i didn't expect you to be there it's like i don't think i move that quietly but apparently i do <laughs> you're like a ninja apparently i'm not ninja mac so i can't do that, that shit, my back hurts watching that shit
2: my my knee hurts typically I, I get that knee like owie when i see ninja mac only because like i know that's going to be coming at some point um, that's like you, you don't do moves like that and not blow out your acl at some point
0: i know uh, god but he's coming
2: over in japan so that's good yeah. Oh, he he's been fantastic in Noah.
0: Yeah, even Dante, like boy, Dante Leon. So yeah, yeah I, you know what? You that just goes you guest spot on the
3: Wizards, skyrocket from there.
2: Right. Wow. And my dude Anthony Green, he's so good live. He's so incredible live.
3: Like I'm not gonna lie, I I went to a chaotic show years ago. And it set the bar. Because like the more recent shows just haven't hit as good. I mean, part of that's just the roster they have. I mean it is still it's largely the school kids, right? It's largely yeah. like their students or whatever. They they might get a name in every now and then for for something. But one of the last shows, Anthony Green came in and it was like, that was he's so good. Like even the the simple stuff. Yeah. When he's working with a kid who obviously needs more work. Yep. I say that, but the this kid is their current champion. They had this guy beat Brian Johnson, which I'm still so bullshit over. And now, now they're going to job out Frankie Kazarian to him at their next show. Like Frankie Kazarian, you don't have to do this. You you deserve better. Than this. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I don't. I, I don't think Frankie Kazarian's going to get the chaotic world title. I don't think he'd want it. But
2: <laughs> I mean, I felt I kind of felt like this the same way about Frankie Kazarian towards the end of his aew run the elite hunter no frank you're way better than this
3: yeah that's that whole thing was coming kind because of like, like i was a day one aew guy and i'd go to my buddy's place more to every wednesday like we get drinks snacks it was like a big it was a big to-do and i mean i liked the addiction but scu was like on another level so mm-hmm. i'm like i love this i love this team i love like this is the worst town have ever been yeah like, hell yeah and then it's it, you kind know, of gradually like, oh, they got to break up because they lost a, a match. It's like, this is dumb. Dumb. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, and uh, Jamie Josta did Frankie Kazarian's entrance music. Yes. I mean, yes. Josta's going to get some, you know, get, get some pub, and now he's not on TV anymore. Um, and I think I brought this up before, but have you guys seen uh the main event for Final Battle 2018 when it was SCU, Young Bucks, and Briscoes in a Ladder War? No, but that was in Lowell, I think, right? Yeah, I'm sure it was in New York. I think because the final battle was still in New
3: York. Because there was a, I, I think you're right. I don't, Maybe it wasn't a final battle. I think Lowell <laughs> got the, um, uh, what do they call it? The their New Japan show, the the joint shows. They were New Japan. Oh, uh, not, yeah. they didn't call it Border Wars. They uh, called it something. Uh, War, War of the Worlds. I've got a, Matt sent it to me in a box of wizardry. I have the DVDs. Okay.
2: <laughs> I've got it. I've got, I've got it somewhere. <laughs> I, I, I don't did get know it. What I'm talking I, about. I, just yes, don't remember what I do know it. what it is. I do know what you're talking about. And that war of the worlds, I th- sounds like I want to say that's it, but I don't want to be wrong about it either. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm wrong all the time, so. Um, but that is still probably one of my favorite matches of all time, so I would definitely, I mean, it was, it was, it was, I mean, it was, well, it was pretty much, it was SCU and the Young Bucks, you know, Ray of Honor going away party, and they went out with yeah. a fucking bang. So, yeah. I, well,
3: do, I do want to take a, a moment here because we just touched on, like, theme music. I'm, I really want to share that my appreciation for Mandy Kratzo. Because when Roderick Strong redebuted and he had the End of Heartache as his theme again, I was trying so hard. To, I couldn't remember if it was a Shining Wizards joke or a Neckbreaker joke about making up different words and saying shit. Then Manny Kratz was like, "Oh, it's Dave Destruction song. I'm like, it was a Wizards thing. It was a Wizards thing." As Tony would be like, "I'm hungry," <laughs> and I couldn't remember like who did the joke. I'm like, "Who was it?" I couldn't remember. Then Manny Krazo's was in the Discord. Yep. Save. he didn't even know I was thinking about that but he knew <laughs> Kratzo rules so where's where's Kratso's bonus episode Where, where's his his wizards
2: yeah I don't Should know it's did. gotta be coming
3: unless Kratzo's gonna like surprise us. All. he's gonna have like some surprise trip to the
0: states he's just gonna show up at like a WrestlePro show
2: <laughs> that would be fucking awesome
0: <laughs> he show up in Matt's backyard for one of their barbecues I'm gonna do that one of these days I'm just gonna show up right I, it'd be like a seven hour drive I think
3: for me but I've thought about it I've I've got a couple friends that live in Jersey because I've looked at going to the concerts down there too it's like oh shit I'll just fly in a a it. I was thinking about
2: I was thinking about crashing like I don't know I I think it was like I was thinking maybe do I crash opening day next year that's what I was kind of thinking it's like it seems like it's a big to do yeah,
0: and they've got all the crockpots. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I won't be out there because the eclipse is April 11th. That's right.
3: Oh. If you want to, you want to get on on this uh, shining wizards extended family shindig. Tom's coming out to New Hampshire to look at the eclipse. No,
0: I I'm, I'm a dork for shit like that. So,
3: I mean, and part of it too, it works out because the last time Tom was in New Hampshire, we have, neither one of us were having a great time. <laughs> so Tom was at my doorstep, and we we didn't actually
0: like hang out or anything. <laughs> well, I was having a great time. Just my wife got COVID, so
3: yeah, your oh, wife got, I heard about this. Your wife got COVID, and you guys couldn't fly back, so you had to drive the car all the way back to Wisconsin. Yeah, <laughs> done. You know, it was worth it. We got Fucking I got more maniac. quality time with my wife, so I couldn't do that. I'd be like, we're just gonna we're just gonna live out of this car until you're fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: so, i don't know i mean i I hate a driver. I mean i've driven cross country at one time so we just drove to the ikea the other day and i'm like this is it's all highway so it's not even bad but i'm just like i hate being in the car
0: <laughs> and you said see it's funny because you used to drive I an work, animal. and i can't stand commuting to work so yeah i, I
3: didn't i didn't say i like i hate the commute but it was where i listened to all my podcasts yeah it feels so, weird to
0: listen to him not in the car. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, I'm going to transition here to our, to our question of dishonor. Do, do you have the music queued up?
3: No, not yet. I, I do. I do. I got it. I got it. I hope this
4: comes through.
0: <laughs> our, our, <what? laughs> our question of dishonor um, from the Irish Misfit. Uh on Twitter, our boy Brundon. Um he states, I almost forgot the question dishonor. Who's your favorite short world title reign in Ring of Honor? No more than a few months. Uh he's got two, and of course he's gonna steal one of mine, but uh Christopher Daniels, because it was a great story with him finally winning the belt, and he really earned it after all these years, very true. Uh two is Jamie Noble, his run while short was fun, and he had a kill run in Ring of Honor while he was there. Uh unroll Mention to the summer punk also. So, gentlemen, do you have any fun short ring of honor reigns?
2: Uh would you, you consider short? I, I mm.
3: Yeah, that's good I'm, I'm still I'm I'm still stamping my feet about other <laughs> that went down with Jonathan Russian.
2: Yeah, that that was oof.
0: Yeah, and you guys were there.
2: Yeah. Mostly we because it there. wasn't.
3: It didn't even feel like he got a decent shake with the belt. Like he, the match we got for the title wasn't the match we were supposed to get for the title,
0: and like he deserved better at the end. Yeah, even when he won the title, like they had missed time the whole thing. So I'm mean, yeah, like a, it, their ending. felt like
3: super rushed. Like the tap out felt like it came out of nowhere. They brought the yeah. whole locker room out for some reason. It's like
2: I that if this that was like one I six, thought was weird.
3: Like if it was going like an hour and then like the whole like crew came down there, it's like, oh, this is like, because like, I get you're trying to say like, it's the last show, but at the same time, it's like, it just didn't work for me. And I feel like they, because I also don't have a ton of ring of honor know-how. Yeah. To pull from. So, I mean, like, I feel like a lot of those later champions kind of deserved a better shape. I think, I think Bandito, Deserved Mm -hmm. a bit better, but I I don't see how you look at Gresham's reign because however long it was, but I mean, he wasn't
0: doing anything. Well, he was defending it all over the place, just not in Ring of Honor. Or in AEW, where he was technically contract. Right, because he defended at Terminus twice. Um, Because he had that banger match. so,
3: So I don't remember the name of this promotion, right? but I saw a flyer for a show. And it used all the Terminus assets. Like it, it used the same like background, the fonts, and everything. I'm like, how are you doing this? <laughs> you didn't even change anything. <laughs> but nobody was saying anything about it, so I'm like, oh, I, I'm not going to be the one to... <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: I haven't watched those shows either. They're still sitting unwashed in my Fight account.
2: Yeah. Uh, I've I've watched both Terminus shows. Um they actually, I liked the second one more than I liked the first one.
0: Yeah, it sucked. The production was really bad, but when we watch any I,
3: I was dumb enough that when they announced that first term the show, I'm like, I could try to fly down for a day. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was that much of a mark for Jonathan Gresham at the time. I mean, I, I largely still am. Like I hope,
2: I think he'll be fine in impact. I, I,
3: I hope Impact gives them... I mean, Impact's been doing great. Like, they, yeah. they're, they're probably the most to watch show right now. Yeah. With the least amount of viewers.
0: Yeah. Well, didn't I hear... Um, I don't know if it's true or not, but... Your Grace is working without a contract? I don't know if that's true or not, but...
3: Um. I hadn't heard that, but I mean... stocks got to go up, right? I mean she could be a draw wherever she decides she wants to go. Well, her Masha had a
0: fucking banger, I guess.
3: Masha's and fine. that's the thing is Impact does such a great job with the women and making the women feel like a big deal. Yeah. Like, if she got a great deal and went somewhere else, it'd be great. But at the same time, I wouldn't want to see her go somewhere and be squandered. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't have like a woman's division to like because it's like AEW, you'd say they need more women. They need more, like, competent, like, high-level women. But at the same time, it's like they're just going to sit
4: in yeah. catering.
0: Yeah.
3: And it's not – there. you can't actually – the iron's not actually sharpening the iron
0: because they're all just sitting in the drawer. Yeah. And you're, you're most over female wrestlers, the jersey shit, so. Yeah. Anyways –
2: um, I, mean, I would. I
3: wouldn't say Willow's the drizzling shits. Willow's not the drizzling shits.
2: Willow is amazing.
3: Willow was the most over women on <laughs> on the AEW ring of honor roster. And,
2: well, and I can. I and I can honestly say, fun fact: Willow gives the best high fives. I have received one. Oh man, I'm jealous. I'm I'm jealous I have received this hand has received a high five from Willow Nightingale
0: (laughs) 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 Will do you have any do you have any short Ring of Honor pedal runs that you like (laughs) Like, yeah it's a little tough for me too again I mean I I don't have
3: I don't really have the the background know-how for Ring of Honor. Because for if there's new listeners, like my Ring of Honor experience was a handful of episodes here and there. Never yeah. watched any events. I really didn't start watching Ring of Honor until the Pure Tournament. And when they announced the Pure Tournament starting, and there was like the foundation promos that John Gresham was putting out, like the shirt, like 30-second videos of just him in a suit with Rhett Titus and the octopus mask behind him. I'm like I want whatever this is.
0: Rectitus, the romantic touch?
3: Ugh. Yeah. In hindsight, because, like, I never saw episodes with Rectitus. I knew the name Rectitus, but, like, I'd never seen any episodes with him in it. So then it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you, 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 you know, you figure out who's who, and it's like, son of a bitch. Rectitus was the romantic touch. No shit. (laughs) because <laughs> i remember the i remember the debut of the romantic touch
0: bad uh mike do you have any short world title runs that uh were you were a fan of
2: uh pco that was short. PC, pco yeah, was short <laughs> I
0: like,
3: again without really knowing the context of everything i'm going to say it's a, a nice controversial pick because i know pco winning wasn't a terribly popular decision at the time.
2: Yeah.
0: And and that sucked.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I picked PCO really because like PCO is just the best. Yeah. It's like no other way to describe it. It's just, he's an experience all to himself. And I don't, he's a
3: maniac. He's a maniac. And I'm going to do marathons. I'm going to like hike mountains. And I'm going to pretend to be a wrestling Frankenstein. It's just like, you know what, dude? And he's almost sixty. Yeah, I know. That's the crazy part. Dude's doing bumps on the apron. He's sixty years old. He's like three hundred fifty pounds. Doing like, like, like moon salts off
2: the off the top rope into the like onto the concrete. It's just like, like <laughs> on purpose. He's like, oh, short circuit. Like throw. Like stop it. Yeah.
0: On top on the top rope on <laughs> no apparent reason. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So yeah, PC kind of gets my nod for that. I know, you know, it wasn't the longest, obviously, but um, you know, for who the character was, you know, or I shouldn't say for who the character is. Yeah, he served his purpose. Like he, he, (laughs) he's just unexpected, an unexpected guy doing an unexpected thing, just doing something absolutely fucking crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's always – and you just never saw it coming.
0: Yeah, mine, like, I don't know if you consider it short because I th- thought it was might have been shorter than I thought. But when Dalton Castle beat Cody. Um, oh, that's a good um, one. one. His back hurt. I mean, he fucked up his back, so his run was a little shorter. And next thing you know, he's jobbing out to Roosh in 38 seconds and messed. For, I was right? going to say, didn't he drop the
3: belt to, to Roosh and, like – because didn't no. Roosh just, like, drop kick?
0: No. Mess Roosh with the balls You get the for, horns? That wasn't for the belt, though
2: oh no he just beat the piss out of him just because
0: yeah oh
2: that's fair um, enough
0: yeah because i mean when dalton beat cody it was like one of my first like ring of honor like moments i was like wow this is fucking dope because obviously the time of cody is hot shit you know yeah in a good way so i'm with dalton castle i mean christopher daniels is fun too because i'd just gotten into ring of honor when he won the belt and laces like brendan mentioned You know, I mean, and then you go back, and I mean, he'd been there. I mean, he was the main event of the first fucking show. You know, it's hard to imagine it's his first world championship 15 years later. It's like, oof. And that's speaking of motherfuckers I can still go, too.
2: Christopher fucking so. That I 100% believe. Yeah. So,
0: well, Brendan, as always, thank you. Do you guys have any additional thoughts here before uh, we take a quick break and uh, plug our friends here?
2: um yeah the world needs more pco it does
0: oh um micro quick so is uh for beyond uh have you the crown is that their like their main show all the year like their big blow off show the one in, um, in december january
2: so i don't think so because they seem to rotate um show names for everything okay like uh even their weekly stuff so they don't have like I, they have, like, one big show that the rest of which is, like, a three-day event with nothing but, like, with just wrestling event after wrestling event after wrestling event uh, down at the White Eagle in Worcester.
3: I, um, I would say, if anything, maybe American Rana was probably. Yeah. That was, like, the big one. That was the one, like, everybody would get, like, super hyped for.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the two heavy of Crown ones that I watched were fucking just bangers.
2: Yeah. I actually just recently started getting into Beyond, like really, really getting into Beyond. So all, a lot of the stuff is kind of getting – it's still like really kind of fresh to me. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, everything I've watched from it, A+, all the events I've attended, it made me a fan for life. So you, uh,
0: Do you watch an IWTV?
2: I do. Okay, uh, right. I am a big Wrestling Open fan. Nice. So, um, yeah, beyond
0: bangers. I mean, like, I mean, and it, beyond anything like AEW, $60 is definitely worth AAW, not
2: AEW. Um, bangers.
4: Bangers.
2: So, yeah, you will guaranteed bangers at that, that Beyond shows. You're going to get your bangers worth. Yeah, for sure. So. <laughs> Oh no, dramatic music.
0: <laughs> well, all right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. I uh, want you everyone check out all these other wonderful shows here on the Shining Wizards network and we will be right
3: The Mark Order Podcast is the only show you need if you're looking for dedicated coverage
2: of everything AEW on the Shining Wizards Network. Join us live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Dynamite to chat along with the show.
3: If you can't join us live, listen to us on your favorite podcast platform.
2: Follow us on all social channels at MarkOrderPod and use the hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we
1: will find you. What's up, everyone? When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure to check out Wrestling Night in Canada. If we're not recording another Kick Ass podcast,
3: or playing in punk bands,
1: or recording Kick Ass heavy metal albums, then we're sitting back, we're grabbing a couple brews, and going over everything to do in the world of pro wrestling. Cause we're from Winnipeg, you idiots If you like your music heavy Then check out Radioactive Metal On the Shining Wizards Network For over 16 years now Radioactive Metal has been one of the longest running podcasts Over the years We've interviewed some legendary metal acts Had some awesome discussions And cranked a hell of a lot of tunes So join your cool Uncle Snowy and his co-host Aaron for the audio mosh pit that is radioactive metal here on the Shining Wizards Network.
0: <laughs> all right high fivers we are back um like i said make sure you support all the great shows here on the shining wizards network and also the, all the great shows on visionaries global media obviously check people over at vftr 2.0 uh matt and graham over at good cop bad cop i've got chris tucks games there's dungeons and junkies bands from ringside Rainbuster boys all kinds of good shit but gentlemen we're here for the and ring of honor record. And oh well, that's right. There's a Ring of Honor revelry. There's a the Midwestern Wrestling Roundup. There are showcases with High Five Tom, which I haven't done in like three months. Um was chopping up with High Five Tom, so all kinds of shit. But there's only one show that's on the Shining Wizards Network, and that's this one, gentlemen. We are we're the
3: best r- retrospective wrestling podcast on the Shining Wizards Network. Phil can come fight me. that's on you. That's what I just said. He can come fight me. Okay. He, he can't go to both of us at the same time. He's got to pick one or the other. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're
0: jumping on that grenade. So, I mean, in my defense, if it wasn't for Phil, Will, we probably wouldn't have met. So, you yeah. know. But anyways.
3: Still glad neither one of us was a serial killer, Tom.
0: <laughs> uh, but we uh, brought our good friend, Mr. L L L O L Mike Peterson here, uh, to go over Ring of Honor TV episode 85. Original air date May 4th, 2013. I was just wrapping up my last week as a tech collector, uh, before moving out to Idaho semi-permanently. Uh, Mike, do you have any idea what you're doing roughly May of
2: 2013? Uh yeah. Yeah. Uh I was actually this is a little bit after the marathon bombing, so I was probably yeah. um I was probably like neck deep in Red Sox stuff. <laughs>
0: Shit, yeah, that was probably what three weeks before this.
2: Uh that was like, yeah, that was it was fairly recent, yeah. yeah.
0: Wow, that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: wow. Well, I know I always ask you, but by chance, I know besides moving back from college, anything you're doing? No, it'd be the same, same,
3: probably the same-ish thing I was doing <laughs> the last week.
0: Yeah, well, ten years ago, the time I, I don't,
3: I don't. it's it's weird to we get time when some like the the Boston Marathon happens because they tape in a block so it's not like they there's no acknowledgement of like current events like if something does happen yeah yeah
0: because this was all taped before that happened so yeah i wonder if to are mentioning at border wars um and real quick to, um our good friend mr eric freeds did bring up um tony con i mean you're doing forbidden door in toronto I mean, it'd be great. I mean, to do a Ring of Honor Border Wars along with that would be fucking. Oh That's god, the- that
2: would be fantastic.
0: It writes itself, as the kids like to say.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Listen, Tony Khan, I got we got beef. We do. I, I don't think Tony and I can get past our differences, and he's just gonna have to
0: live with that. Yeah, uh, I got your back here. Well, I, I mean, I've also have these same grapes. Um, but I hope, I hope I hope the Jaguars have another dog shit season. Um, but as long as our <laughs> he keeps our fucking TV episodes on there, so. Um, but uh, we listen. It's Evanating. It's our last show um, in uh, New York. Uh, so Mike, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but basically they did uh Supercard of Honor in Hammerstein Ballroom, and then they did like a month and a half for the tapings, and this is probably the last one. Uh, spoiler alert! Because I went ahead just to check uh, next week's TV episode, and uh, we can discuss this. But they literally have three matches from border war on tv the next week road rage let's go um let's I think go. At matches um what are you guys thoughts about giving away pay-per-view matches for free literally like five days later i mean at this point it's a
3: marketing tool because yeah. i want people to buy those high pay-per-views because kevin kelly was pushing the the dvr like instant That's- replay which yeah. i'm just tony Khan. if you're fucking listening to this you schmuck instant replay Weird. not not 90 days what a yeah cost. i mean even even the aew shows people buy you can't get them like
2: right then and there you gotta wait god that's a whole that's a whole different box of cereal that i don't even want to open right now
0: yeah. um and tony Khan, this is three people that pay for honor club separately um, just saying. I mean, I've literally had Honor Club since May of 2017. Um, but We won't get into that. We'll be doing some positivity. And honestly, <laughs> there was a lot of positivity in the ring um, for this show. Uh, but the first match is Michael Elgin versus Machine Gun Carl Anderson. Um, I am not a Machine Gun Carl Anderson fan. Uh, but the two matches he had, this one with Elgin and the one with Roddy Strong, were probably some of the best I've ever seen. I know he just... Was a finalist in the G One probably six months earlier. Um, he, I thought he was an original Bullet Club member, like original. Yeah, he,
2: yeah this is pre Bullet Club.
0: Yeah, because yeah, Bullet Club actually forms like a day but after this is airs,
2: but yeah, yeah. on some, um, something like that, back yeah. back in Japan. Okay, but
0: he was he was part of that original May third. Yeah, program. him, Fale, uh,
2: Devitt, God,
3: Devitt, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, no, not God. It was uh, it was uh-huh. Tama, yeah. just Tama Yeah, it was just Tama. Um,
0: and as you're recording, that is the 10 year anniversary of that um, today. Um, it won't be as this drops. Yep.
3: Now, my favorite member of Bullet Club isn't in Bolt Club anymore. So, Jeff Jarrett. Ooh. Boo.
0: boo! <laughs> I thought you meant Jeff Cobb. And by the way, Jeff Cobb uh, Zach Saber Junior. had a fucking. I- Say, I, know,
3: I know it's kind of a spoiler because it happened the wee hours in the morning, but I feel dumb for not picking a draw for that match. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> I just totally went with my heart, so you know who I picked. Um, I I picked I picked Jeff Cobb too because I'm like, you know, Saber's been on a hell of a run, but a right. lot of people are really getting behind Cobb. I'm like, I didn't even think about saying it could be a draw.
0: Fifteen minutes. It's Who's only what?
3: fifteen minutes. It, the obvious answer would have been a draw. Oh, what?
4: <laughs>
0: But you know, no. you know, Will is the reigning shining wizards uh, picks for the first quarter. Um, however, I think it's, it's, it's a it's a hollow
3: victory if, oh. if Mike didn't miss a show. You would have had yeah.
2: it. We were it, talking about this earlier
3: <laughs> because you you were right behind me. Bauer was right behind me. Yep. So yeah, if you didn't miss because you missed, it was early on, right?
2: it, yeah, was, it was yeah it was one of the first ones I missed it was the new Japan show whichever one that was I had oh God I think what had happened was I had fallen asleep before or I no I hadn't got the email for it you, you didn't get the blast
3: I, from patreon yeah. yeah
2: that's what it was I didn't get the whole patreon thing so I and just you were the to,
3: only one
2: I was the only one. And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh, well. You know, you you live, you learn.
3: It's really, like, I get, I I would have trusted you. I mean, if you had said, hey, I haven't watched anything from the show, here's what my picks would be. Yeah. It's all for fun anyway. Like, we don't have any, like, punishments or cookies writing on this. It's all just fun. It's like, how are we comparing to the,
0: the main crew there? Yeah, because I was I'll tell Mike I was talking to Brunnen. I think uh for that NWA pay-per-view, I think I went three and eleven.
3: Yeah, I when it first started, I tried to pick super smart so I could get a lot of points. And at, at this point, it's like I it's one of those things where like you, you start getting a little shaken when you have a couple of like bum shows and you're just like, oh fuck it, I'll just pick pick what you want, and then you, you pick a couple curveballs, like picking Sonata to beat Okada. I'm like, ooh, I, do they do it? Do they do it?
2: I couldn't bring myself to do it. I could not bring myself to pick Sonata. I it's just too I many too many times have I seen this match, and too many times has Okada either, A, just beaten the crap out of Sonata, or B, stolen the win from Sonata at the last minute.
3: My My dumb pick for that show... I think, was I didn't think just five guys was going to sweep the show. So I picked L.I.J. for the tag match. I did too. Oh, God. And then after, I'm like, I feel so dumb. Because the whole idea is like this is supposed to be the, the newer, better stable, so of course they're going to win. Yeah. But I, I don't I don't like picking again. I was a big L.I.J. guy for a long time. But I, I've kind of fallen off. Part of that's just because I don't watch a lot, but it's like... I like Hiromu. Naito's never really done a whole lot for me. Can't stand Bushi. Oh uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, Bushi, I get Bushi's
3: for the kids, but
2: Bushi, I am Bushi's very hit or miss with me because you see Bushi wrestle and you're like, okay, yeah, now I know why this guy's in Lij, and then there are other times where he's just basically fodder. Yeah.
3: Like I remember last year's Super Juniors, and I saw his record. I'm like, he's won that many matches? They what? Win this many matches.
2: <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's like who he like, beat Desperado. I'm like, how? <laughs> Actually I remember that match. I was best of super Juniors. years. Yeah. So
0: anyways, we back back to Machine Gun Carl Anderson versus Michael Elgin. Wait, uh, who that's that? What? It's
2: Brrr,
3: Machine Gun Carl Anderson.
2: Oh, it's pop gun Carl Anderson.
3: Pop pop yeah. um, the it's fact not- they played the sound effect when they were doing like his the, the call for his name in the ring I'm like this is the kind of the, wrestling I need. That I I <laughs> when he the, does the yeah uh,
2: and he just chucks the machine gun away. He's got the fucking baby blue trunks on. It's like <laughs> who are you kidding? Pre-bullet club. I love well, it.
0: Well, machine gun is from uh, Brain Buster Boys territory. Looks like he's from Cincinnati also. Elgin's from uh, Eric Freed's company up at Tarant- or, uh, Toronto. I know I said Tarantino. Um, I had a chuck. I, I don't care. I'm going to keep in this, but there's definitely a couple of Okada rolls in this match. Um, I don't They can call it Okada all they want, but it's definitely roll. So um Yeah, I mean, the- Elgin's getting a big push here. You know, I mean, do you guys really have any thoughts on this match? I thought I really enjoyed it. It was definitely a Ring of Honor match. Definitely a more pay-per-view match. It would have been a little bit longer, but uh, all in all, pretty good. Any thoughts?
2: I actually felt like, I mean, I considering I had a, the first time I watched it, I had to put personal feelings aside, uh, mainly because I hate me some Michael Elgin, obviously, personal. We don't have to go into it it's all out there you google it find out for yourself yeah it's
3: that was, it was when I dabbled in Ring of Honor when I first started watching it I obviously the brisk goes a great but I was also super into Mike Elgin I'm like this guy's got like he's got a look he's strong as shit athletic like I'm yeah. I'm into it like I'm interested to see where this goes and now it's like oh what's mm-hmm. with wrestlers being 5'10 and doing up being pieces of shit why why
2: yeah. So so needless to say um, I had to I had to put that all that crap aside I, and I had to, I was like all right so I got to watch this and I you know it was at first it was like it felt like a big meaty men slapping meat kind of match yeah. where they just beat the piss out of each other up and down the line I felt like if you cut, you could have cut this by five minutes and it would have been probably a better match.
1: Okay. Yeah.
4: Will.
3: we also have to acknowledge that Prince Nana is on commentary.
1: Yeah. Oh, we
3: will. And he, he, uh, he said, uh, machine gun Kelly. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yes, he did. Yes, he Which did. gave
3: me the existential dread of like, was machine gun Kelly a thing in 2013?
2: <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I like think he, he was.
0: Roll. He was. Well, I mean, the hip-hop artist, but I mean, there was a machine yeah. gun
2: The gangster machine gun Kelly. <laughs> uh, so
0: I I thought the match was fine.
3: I think it's interesting It's kind of cut to the end that, like, I get having him go over at the pay-per-view against Roddy. So that was kind of a showcase match. I was kind of surprised they had Elgin take an L here.
0: Yeah, because they're pushing him to the moon.
3: Because he's he's in line for another title shot, right? Yeah, he just beat Lethal. He beat Lethal at uh what's it called? The Third of honor. Yeah. So kind of surprised they had him take an L to uh to a, like a visiting town, so to speak.
0: Yeah, I was that was Mike. I mean, I mean, I get it, you know, he's big, but yeah, I mean two of your biggest stars. But and it was weird because um Mike, last week on TV they were talking that maybe this match goes the full hour for the for TV, but then they announced a bunch of matches. So classic ring of honor right there. Um uh, but real quick, uh BJ they did show about BJ Whitmer's getting his shot, a title shot in Virginia versus either uh Mark Briscoe or no, I mean Jay Briscoe or Adam Cole. So they really kind of pumped uh, BJ Whitmer up later in the show, but um yeah. Oh, yeah. He- uh, Carl
3: Anderson Carl Anderson, won with an ace crusher.
0: Was yep. the was the end of the match.
3: Crowd chants, please come back. Yep. Then he jettisons
0: back to Japan and forms. Bullet Club. Bullet, Bullet Club. Club. You will never see him again. Uh, but we got Cold of Honor again. Like I said, him and Roddy also did a quarter of Honor. Um, but was it weird? Like, I mean, the way their microphones were set up for commentary, you could hear everything in the back. Like the people behind them, I don't know what did that bother you guys. Are just maybe picking this again? It was really obnoxious. I thought this show. You you I, might be nitpicking. Okay. I I don't. I, it didn't stand out to
3: me. I and I didn't feel bothered like when we were watching a couple weeks ago, and you could hear like the people in the crowd yelling shit.
2: Okay. I I'm one of those that actually kind of likes that stuff. Okay. So um, I always kind of find it interesting what people are yelling in the crowd because you never know you could get some good sound nuggets out of that. Exactly, you get something. You'll hear something like that. You're like, "Yes, I love that shit pickles." What? Okay, all
0: right, (laughs) shit pickle man. Well, it wasn't people screaming in the crowd. Like it was just like people like having a conversation, like sitting right there. Um, like, I don't mind the screaming, but I will mention something. Uh, ironically enough, um, obviously, you guys both know who Jake something is. Yep. And then, uh, so I saw Jake something, and he is not the imp- former Impact star I was referencing earlier, although he was kind of involved with the shitting your pants thing. Uh, but <laughs> the guy screams at Jake something. He's like, Jake, you got something on your ass because he's got something across his tights on his back. And, dude, that was the funniest thing. Thing I have heard in a long fucking <laughs> time. Like, I'm not even doing it justice. Um, but it was just perfect. I mean, I've been watching that guy for five years, and how the fuck I didn't think of that sooner.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, you got I'm, I'm using that me. at the next event. I see. Him. Was <laughs> great. Um okay.
3: work, work, work owes me a rest because I missed the last chaos show I was gonna go to. I i got called in like well if you have plans don't skip it I was still fairly new at the job so I'm like oh and it's extra money so I'm like oh, I'll come in like did you get up plans I'm like yeah I was gonna go to a wrestling show because I had also just got um the brainbuster photography book the wrestlers too which is all of like, his Polaroids collected and I'm like I was like skimming through i am like there's a lot of people I don't know when, like, Jake, something's in here. I'm like, Jake, something's going to be at the show. I'll have him sign yeah. in the book. And it's kind of like it's, a, it's an already built autograph book. I could just, like, track these guys down.
0: Yeah, I got So it. they owe me. They do owe you, so. Um. Uh. But then we get in Eddie Edwards' commercial, like we talked about in uh, pre-production. More hits. More action. That's all we need to say. Uh, but next we get a women of honor quote unquote match. Um, it is former shining Wizards guest and uh, William Mercier. <laughs> David Yes, uh, she's. Uh, has-
3: what's what, what what's her most plays? kind of, I like, not America's sweetheart or something like that? Yeah. Uh, Dignan, hope she's hope she's recovering well. She had like I you knee know, surgery or something.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Well, best of luck, but. Uh, uh, Mike we were talking before I, Wait, it's one of those things
3: too, where I didn't realize because I assume she was probably about you know like my age or whatever but to be like all right 2013 like she's 18 years old so I mean like yeah. she's she's younger than I am like she's I don't, damn I didn't realize because like when it first came and like it showed like her name on the card and like she's lines like Davian. and I'm like
0: oh rewind
2: that's what i did i was
0: like wait what oh man if you could only rewind on honor club that would have been so much easier for you
3: hey at least i got the full screen so i could take a screenshot i mean it would have been funnier if i sent you the group of disc uh, a screenshot i said dave yeah that
0: was so, um yeah will so, Ring of honor. yeah that was a surprise i was talking about when i texted you and Brendan on thursday so um i but, thought
3: that was very cool that's, I will say that's probably my favorite thing about what we've been watching is the moments here or there when somebody comes in, even if it's just for a one-off, That's like, holy shit.
4: Yeah. It's,
3: Taven. it's, you know, when like Taven first showed up or when uh, a page. Uh, Brian Fury was on that one episode okay. in the tag match. Yeah. Very, very important, influential in the new, the Massachusetts wrestling scene. Stuff like this, Davian. It's like if you had, that would that that would not have been on the bingo card. Yeah. If you said, "Will pick a wrestler from Massachusetts that's going to show up on Ring of Honor this week," I would not have ever considered it could be Davian. But there she was. Yeah. So, She's um, got her hands full with the uh, the most dominant woman in what whatever you, Ring of Honor has it for a women's. Vision. Mischief. Yeah. Prince not likes the weather.
0: But uh, Mike and I, uh, Mike, we were talking in pre production for a Will log down here that you've got some thoughts. So I'm going to kind of let you run away with this here. And I have a feeling your thoughts are pretty similar to what my thoughts are and Will's thoughts are. So we'll let you run with it. Here. Okay.
2: Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> where do I begin? This isn't a knock on the match. It's Match itself was yeah, it was fine, I guess. Like was whatever. there even a
3: match? did, did it, ever it, get, it, like, there it was
2: never even like a match to begin with? So yeah, it was fine, whatever. The whole time I'm listening to Nana hit on uh mischief saying something about like wanting a clapper peach or something like that. And I'm just like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> what are we yes, doing? Yes,
4: yes, yes.
3: Nana likes the weather.
2: Oh, he sure does. Um well,
3: he's saying he's like, you know, there's something attractive about her. even though she seems like
2: angry or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oh, you like him? What is it? You like the uh, you like the girls and the 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 angry girls or <laughs> something like that. Like, oof. oh, ooh, the fringe. It is, cr- I, it didn't feel as bad coming
3: from Prince Nana as like some of the stuff from Nigel. True. Earlier on, or the stuff with Truth Martini. In recent, True. In recent weeks, I mean, nothing's going to touch that.
2: But then, so, my, my favorite, favorite part of the match. So, oh. oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. And then, my favorite part of the match comes. All right. And then we just look up at, uh, up at the screen, and there's Veda Scott, just sitting right there, like, getting mad. What would
0: you Kelly like to say?
2: Yeah. And then, Mischief stands there, like, like a deer in the headlights, like, oh, wow, what are you gonna do? And then Veda's, it, it was like the most awkward takedown, double-leg takedown I've ever seen in my life. Just like, oh, here you go. Oops, don't fall too hard. And then, like, the preceding beating that came out, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, this is attitude-era shenanigans.
4: (laughs) I mean,
3: you question it too, right? Because we've seen Mischief have matches, Mischief is solid in the ring. Hmm. Veda Scott is a trained wrestler, so it's like, like, what got him caught up? was it was was it for Veda being in the wardrobe being, being like the pencil skirt and shit like that was it was this thrown together at the last second saying hey just run out there and like well no two weeks shoot.
0: ago uh Ms. just spit the green mist at Veda when she tried to interview her so Veda
3: yeah, I, I get that but then it's like oh we haven't seen Veda for a while now she's gonna come back and start jumping people
0: in the ring yeah yeah I mean she's getting her comeuppance I guess um yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, more awkward comments. And then, like, yeah, he's like, Prince Nana's like, I think she's off her meds. So I was like.
3: Yeah, I heard that
2: one, too. And, and, it was, he, like, and he, he, oh. he, like, stumbled
3: over it, so he kept saying, like, she's, she's on her meds, she's, she's she's off the meds, she's. Yeah. What?
0: Like, Prince Nana, stop. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> you guys obviously disagree, but I thought Beta looked all right. I mean, all things considered, so, I mean. You know, it's just—I mean, this women's division is <clears throat> is the drizzling shits. I mean, I don't think they book a women's champion. Well, for- there there isn't
3: a women. That's seems there isn't a women's division. they just bring in women to wrestling,
0: call it women of honor. Yeah. Um, and we really should do Brundin's idea of booking a women of honor tournament. Um, we will do that one of these days. I just got to figure out Twitter. So. Um, oh, don't worry. Once we get our socials up, we're gonna have a
3: primo shit posting Twitter account. Okay.
2: You're gonna be spitting
3: more shit than Wendy's. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stir I'm gonna stir up so many pots and say I just sign off everything as Tom. It's gonna stir the pots, yo. This
0: is Tom. Totally sounds like Tom. But then you start <laughs> I mean, you spell, but if you start spelling a boat with a U instead of an A, people are gonna know it's you though. Right, I gotta say a boat and I've gotta s I have got to got to throw in a ja ja jaw. Lots of jaw, jaw, jaws. All kinds of jaw jaws. <laughs> jaw, 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 jaw. <laughs> But then we get uh, Will's favorite time. Or do you guys have any more thoughts? I mean, this was uh, it felt it felt, it felt um, out of place for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially with the two matches that we had. Um uh, but it was
3: like Will said, it was cool to see Dev again. Like my, um, my, my expectations were low, right? Because they announced that we were gonna have Elgin and Anderson for potentially an hour. And we were gonna get what our main event match was Davy Richards, Kyle O'Reilly. No, so when they said, Oh, we have a women's match, I'm like, Oh, they had like two minutes, they had to fill.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, um, inside Ring of Honor, we're short though, Will, so that's good. It's all about BJ Whitmer, yeah, that was really about it. Um, but we do have a lot, I mean, we got a lot of action coming up, Will, so we're gonna be busy. So we've got more action, more hits, Pittsburgh, and then we got Virginia, so we got three pay per views in a row. Um, Yeah, BJ Whitmer basically is, you know. Um, we, she, we got the, we got the, I lost my smile promo. <laughs> yeah. Um, so ball went home. Okada. Yeah. Um, you know, BJ's going to kick Jay Briscoe in the head even as his best friend and he's going to shorten the career out of goal, cool, blah, 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 blah. Um, whatever yeah.
3: he's got to do to win, he can't win. Fucking BJ, wouldn't Yeah. Dude almost killed himself throwing himself through a table for Charlie Halls. <laughs> She's no company. <laughs>
2: That's more than what I would do for Charlie Haas.
1: Yeah,
3: um, I, don't, I don't know if you've watched that show, Mike, but there's it's like a street fight thing. And he, Haas goes for like a suplex off like the top rope through a table, mm. but the way Whitmer goes through it, he pretty much like Man. nose dives like face first through the table.
0: Oh Jesus, it's, it's rough. <clears throat> yeah, and he's got no neck issues, and
3: he gets him. he gets like escorted out. Like they have to like help him like out. Oh the ring.
0: shit, <laughs> it's bad. That's yeesh. Yeah, way to go, Charlie Haas. Maybe you should wrestle Silver next time. Um, but Kevin Kelly does mention, uh, like Will had mentioned earlier, if you miss Border Wars, you can catch it on the replay, you know, right after. What a novel idea. Buy a DVD, Ray of Honor Wrestling.com. Yeah. And then we talked earlier, uh, TK bringing back Border Wars, um, like Eric said. Um, oh, and, uh, Will, I had to mention, so last week you were – I not want to say you were complaining, but the crowd was – like shouting out moves and you're talking about how annoying that is. Um, now that gets on my nerves because other show on that show I was that Saturday people were doing that, and it really irked the living shit out of me. So now I'm with you, Will.
3: The only name of a movie you should be yelling out is the old dick twist.
2: Nah, I'm still part of the Ian Rickabani super kick. Oh. That that's probably the the only one I'll allow.
3: Yeah. No, um, when, when, when we get later on when Carino's on commentary dude, that dude gets hyped as fuck for super kicks That's true spoiler alert Spo- yeah spoiler super alert like, like he wasn't gonna get that spot on commentary
4: right um, oh, which yeah. I mean
3: speaking of that spot Truth, uh, not Truth Martini Prince Nana got a phone call he's yeah. in the money and he's in the money He he ran away uh real quick before that though and he didn't he, come back
2: i expected that to
3: go somewhere and he's like no
2: that, that, that was sort of my reaction too he's like i'm in the money and he starts doing the whole dance and song and dance and i'm like what well before that though there
0: was a they did announce that the tag team belts will be on the belt on the main event in pittsburgh um and then Kyle O'Reilly pulls out his mayor of Kick Your
2: again. Oh, that, 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 the that. ambassador of Kick Your Yeah,
4: that's what it was. Um,
3: when I saw your text in the group chat and you mentioned that, I didn't catch it at the other episode. Then when I heard it today, I was like, is, no, take the microphone away. Kyle O'Reilly, no, no. You
2: I thought that. this was perfect, Kyle O'Reilly.
3: That's, that, that's a problem, he's supposed to be like this, like. Badass heel, tough guy, but he says – that's his suffering succotash. That was hard to say.
2: That it, like <laughs> he, He's such
3: a dork that it crack, works. Dork.
0: <laughs> that is spot fucking on right there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the hardest thing about Kyle O'Reilly is his theme song.
0: <laughs> in the ring, um, which we will see. Uh, we got like Mike and Will talked about. Yeah, Prince Nana gets to call. And uh, watching Kevin Kelly's face in the background when he got that call, it was just like, what are, He's we- like, are you taking a phone call? Are you on the phone right now? He's like, what are we doing with our I mean, it wasn't quite Tony Schiavone 2000 WCW, but um, but uh, our next match, our main event, like mentioned, is uh, Davy Richards versus Kyle O'Reilly. Um, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm trying to like, we talked about early with Elgin you know, how to, like, separate the wrestler from the human being. I'm surprisingly having a tough time with that with Davy Richards right now, which is weird because if you listen to the show, and Will knows, I'm a huge fucking Davy Richards mark. I mean, he was ducking Well, that's true, too. He was he's,
3: ducking you right before this happened.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's ducking me so far to the, to the point where he's retiring so he doesn't want to get my high five, so.
3: Like, my thing with David Richards, in great in-ring, all the personality of the cardboard box. Yeah. And so it's like, it's, there's not enough there for me. He like the American wolves are a great tag team. Well, they are not an interesting tag team.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's like, fair.
3: Red dragon isn't like at their like I wouldn't say that they've like, they're still climbing, right. They haven't hit kind of like their peak yet. Yeah. But it's like, at least there's something there. Like they have like, again, it doesn't always land. Because of Kyle. Yeah. But, like, we get Bobby Fish on commentary, and it's like, he's great. He does what he needs to do. He actually, like, takes what Kevin Kelly says and, like, he rolls with it. He doesn't just kind of, like, brush it away. When Kelly Kelly's like, no, you mean this? He goes, that is what I mean. That's what I want.
2: I mean, where's the lie? Why is Eddie Edwards
3: out here? He's like, well, why are you out here?
2: Yeah. Well Andy Edwards out here. Why are
3: you out here? I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm trying trying watching him. him. It's like I'm trying to help. Like I want to just sit here. He's 20 feet away. Yeah. Kevin Kelly, help him up.
0: That that was hilarious. Li- that was good. That one got me. That was like, oh um, yeah. I'm just let Bobby Fish talk. You know, let Kyle O'Reilly beat, you know, take a whooping and beat ass. Um, Just let Bobby talk. Now, real quick, this is kind of a sidebar for the 38th time this this episode. Um, Do we think now that Roddy's back, and uh, do you think uh, they're going to bring back Bobby Fish to AEW? You know, Kyle O'Reilly's out with surgery.
2: Yeah, he's He's got no timetable, so...
3: Bobby Fish, he, Bobby Fish is kind of a weird one, right? Like, it's kind of like, where does he really fit in? Yeah. Because now, like we're saying, like right now, Bobby Fish is the more interesting out of the two people in that team. By far. But I feel like in a more contemporary scene, Bobby Fish is is the third guy in that team. Yep, it's It, it might just, like, the, the elite, or whatever you want to call whatever that fact, the undisputed era pretty much is Future Shock with Bobby Fish. Yeah. Because pe- he didn't really get to be himself when he was, like, in NXT. So I think he kind of waned there because people gravitated towards Kyle O'Reilly doing air guitar with, uh, like, with the title belt. I mean, Adam Cole is That's Adam cool. Cole. Baby. Yeah.
0: And Roddy's just Roddy, so.
3: Um, yeah. I, and- I hope Roddy gets to come in and fucking... Dominate because I wasn't over the moon with what happened in ring when he came in, but then I saw a clip from like an some like main event or whatever from a couple years ago where Roddy was wrestling Kalisto and he's like throwing him around and like suplexing into backbreakers into like other stuff. It's like he was doing this shit in the WWE and nobody said we should do something with that. Yeah. But they also have they also have Cedric Alexander under contract, and I couldn't tell you the last time he was actually on TV.
0: Yeah, I I don't get it. So, <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun to see the elite versus full uh, Strong, and O'Reilly. So, I don't know. We'll see. Listen, I haven't watched AEW in forever, so I don't even know if that could be a thing. But um, well,
3: tonight, Adam Cole and Roger, Strong wrestled a uh, 2.0 or whatever. Yeah.
2: The everybody in the JAS but Jericho, pretty pretty much. Danny, Danny Magic. Yeah, Danny Magic and Angelo Parker.
0: Why the fuck do you have Adam Cole in a program with Chris Jericho? Adam Cole can get himself over all by himself. Chris uh, Jericho probably
2: can, needs to go away. Yeah, he's he's got to go take a take hmm. a, a nice little vacation. Yeah. He's got, I, he's got big go away heat like, right now. I say,
3: this is going to sound terrible, but I think I don't think Jericho's needed anymore. No. I think at this point, Jericho is consistently the focal point of whatever the biggest gripe is about what's dragging them native on TV.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
3: the thing is, as long as he's under contract, he's a draw. So they're going yep. sh- to shove him out there. For all we know, Chris Jericho's in the back saying, Oh, no, Tony, I really don't think I need another stable. Yeah.
2: Now oh, it's right. love staples. I, f- I feel like <coughs> specifically with Chris Jericho, uh, you can set a watch to him. Like Jericho will start a gimmick. Everyone hates it. Slowly starts to get over. Turns face. Slowly starts to not get over anymore. Then Dude. turns heel. And we start the cycle all over again. Yeah. So uh, we're probably about okay. So here's starting point. We're like somewhere like right here at three o'clock.
0: Yeah. Um. But uh, Will, what did you uh like I said compared to their match in Milwaukee, at Denier Defy two? Um, it started off a little slow, but this match was pretty fucking good to be honest with you. Um, it was fine. David, I mean that falcon arrow into the armbar was fucking sick. Um, David Richards really actually had some nice transitions, and it just shows why Kyle O'Reilly is the kind of guy that can take those transitions. So
3: um Yeah, it's it's two dudes who are immaculate in the ring. Like their their chain wrestling, their technique is off the charts.
4: Yeah.
3: Like you it's one of those things where you know what you're gonna get. Like, it's not, it's in the same category of big, meaty men slapping me. Yeah. Like, you know exactly what you're going to get. And you're going to be stoked for it because you, you already know. Like, you know, you're going to see counters. You know, you're going to see some knees, some kicks. You're going to see arm bars. You're going to see stretching. And you're going to see feats of, like, stamina.
1: Yeah. You're
2: going to also see some educated feet. Yeah, educated.
1: Um,
0: yeah, Mike, do you have any thoughts on this match list? I mean, obviously, we've uh, (laughs) we see these two before, but
2: yeah. Um, overall, like match, it was good. Like, um, like you guys are saying, with both wrestlers going in, you know what you're getting. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to have a bad match with two guys of that caliber um i i was actually a sucker for a lot of the transitions that they were doing in match that was that was fun to watch there's
3: been prior episodes where that's been a big thing to me is the like david richards is a great in-ring wrestler but it's specifically his transitions are what like i see him and i'm just like
4: oh Mm -hmm. it's
3: like that was so smooth it's like the fact that he was able to coordinate that enough for another person's approach on the fly, just like we're gonna we're just gonna roll through and grab yep. this and twist that and yeah. I couldn't do that with somebody on like all right, move your leg.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously.
0: Um yeah, and like, especially this match, but I mean sometimes people will do those those quote unquote transitions and they kind of telegraph it, but David Richards looked real. Like, you know, sometimes Eddie Edwards does that, that one legged arm, you know, someone will kick out, but he's already, he's not really pinning. He's going for that leg crab. But, uh, um, yeah, he,
3: he he wants him to kick out because he wants to trap the, the body part.
0: Um, but yeah, David, I mean, especially that last, um, like I said, he got him in that, that last arm bar, or, uh, or Kyle kicked out with his loose arm, and David just grabbed it and it was, it was over. It was done.
3: So on that and- Considering that they train together, right? So they, they probably know. Like Davey probably leans into something. Kyle knows. Like this is kind of what he's going to want to go for. So I'll just play into it, and probably goes the other way too.
2: Yeah. Yep. And I personally, I actually really love how uh, O'Reilly sold the armbar. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't that. think I don't think enough gets said about how. How great of a seller Kyle O'Reilly is, because that dude is fantastic. Like when it comes to selling.
0: Well, he made Von Wagner and NXT look good.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they were having beers and smoking peyote down by the fire. It was good old time for those two. And then they were fighting. And then I don't. Then it- I, I don't remember
3: where. What well, promotion of the match? I remember. Or oh, I was in a match where, like he got hit and he like rolled through the ropes and like got in the apron and went to like run again and he just like flops like on the apron like he's just like propelled by like instinct where he's like out on his feet it's like it's so good.
2: Yep. Yeah. I remember one match specifically in NXT that he had, and I think it was against Adam. Yeah, it was the one of the Adam Cole matches. Mm-hmm. And, um, like at one part of the match, it looks like he was doing like, like he was, his body was in shock and it was just, no, that's how good of a seller he was. Like, um, I think it, there was it after the, yeah, it was, it was after the match. Like there were people like, Like, the the entire medical staff are waiting for him. He's like, nope, nope, I'm okay.
0: Yeah. So. uh, Real quick before we wrap it up here, Will, uh, thoughts on the New York crowd in general through this entire taping? City folk.
3: Wrestling fans. Smart marks.
0: Oh, by the way, David Richards wins this match after he throws Kyle O'Reilly through a table. And then he tries to, pick, he kicks him in the face a bunch and then pins him and then goes for the armbar. Sorry. Dave Richardson win. Sorry. Okay. Yep. Dave Richardson. A little smarky for your liking? I mean, the crowd, the crowd is what
3: it was. I mean, kudos to these people for sitting however long they sit there for I to sit through all, all these tapings. Because It's like there's the matches we see on TV. There's the, the dark matches that they just have. So it's like by this point, these people have probably been sitting there for, like, five, six hours. So it's like, you know, you get tired, you get burnt out, yeah. you can get drunk and start yelling out random wrestling moves at Jay Lethal. Uh, you know, that was really the only time I didn't like it because it was just the crowd was so quiet otherwise. Yeah. And then you just hear somebody like, do a top rope pile driver. It's like, shut the fuck
2: Oh, you do a tackle pile wow, motherfucker! I mean, grab yeah. his dick and twist it, motherfucker! Right? Let's
3: see if they yelled that. I would have been on board.
2: I, I would have too.
3: This the the new. I, it's they love Hammerstein, but Baltimore, I think, is the peak yeah. Ring of a crowd.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like most of 2012, they ran their house shows in Baltimore. So I mean, it was Baltimore in
3: the, in the crowd, like the whole the whole taping block, like
0: crowds full. They're into it the whole time.
2: But uh, that's home base. That's ROH home base right there.
0: What would you say? Well, probably nine out of twelve months was in Baltimore. Probably, yeah. So, um, well, Mike, into, into the you know the the whole gimmick of the show. As this is this is fresher eyes for you. Um, if this was the first episode of Ring of Honor TV that you ever saw, would you tune in next week?
2: Yeah, probably.
0: Okay, probably a better episode.
3: Not the best as far as progressing stories heading to like as for for a go home show. Yeah, go home show to pay per view. They really didn't set up a whole lot of the story leading leading into that pay per view. But you also didn't have drawn out scum segments. You didn't have goodness. And it's not even the drawn out scum segment. It's like the it's the same segment every
0: every episode.
3: Nigel, come out here. You'll get out of more ring.
0: Yeah, or else. Like, yeah, Frank, chaos, ugliness, we're gonna ruin Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor's And
3: gonna... you know, there's no truth, there's no truth, Martini. That was a that was a big plus one.
4: Yeah.
3: So just as a go-home show, I think there should have been a little more of a go home feel to your, to your big pay-per-view that you're trying to get people to dump their ducats out for.
0: Yeah. See, I wonder if technically last week was the go home show um, because they did that, that promo thing at the end for border war. So who knows? Um, yeah. That is one of the hard parts. Mike is, I mean, just the way that they, they, they tie in their tapings. It's tough.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> that's pay. what I, that's what I should have asked Kevin Kelly about when it was on the wizards. Instead of my really long ass question though, he just says, yeah, Working with new kids are great. <laughs> yeah.
2: so, uh, no, I I figured your question would be about Davey N. Was it like calling her first Ring of Honor match?
3: If I had known.
0: If I had known then, what I know now. You could tweet at him, so. I could. Um, you could. I mean, obviously the two matches were great. Um, I, I'd say they're great TV matches. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this is this is Ring of Honor TV, and like, uh, for Will brings up a good point. They didn't really, so I wonder if this technically wasn't even really a go home show. So I guess we'll see. Um, like the way
3: they were hyping it up last week, it seemed like it was going. Like this week, it's like, yeah, Border Wars this weekend. Yeah. do so get it. So More can't watch hits. it live.
4: More Just watch action. it
3: on instant replay on DVR.
1: Yeah. More hits. The
3: best wrestling. RingofHonor.com.
4: More
1: Edwards,
3: Soaring, scoring. <laughs>
0: oh. yeah. Where's Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, and they had El Generico in a bunch of clips too. I'm like, you guys might want to edit him out at this point.
2: So, <laughs> 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 but yeah, he was gone by then. Yeah, they, 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 they
0: don't, uh, they don't have to edit him out. They
3: own El Generico.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, you think so?
3: I... I'd say they 100% own El Generico.
2: I don't mean, know what yeah. either of you were talking about. El Generico is running a running an orphanage in Mexico right now.
0: Well, I that, thought he was dead. A burn uh, is an orphanage. So, <sighs> well, he just had a fundraiser for him.
3: You know, next Dio, Dio, uh, Dio Des Mortes or whatever. Yeah gonna for hey. some pour, pour out a Modelo or something for uh, I'll, uh the generic Luchador.
2: i'll I'll light a candle for him. a, or, uh, a big
3: green candle
0: yeah. yep <laughs> <laughs> um all right gentlemen well, it's getting a little late here uh, before we uh, pull a train of station Mike obviously would you uh like obviously your current uh sounding wizards uh can you beat that champion? If yep. you are listening here in May of 2023, if you are listening here in May of 2028, hopefully Mike is still champion. So, on if so, we called it here first. You
3: could uh, travel chief this shit up. But uh right. the son
0: of a, this fucking committee It's probably going
3: to
2: have some tomfoolery. I'm um, not worried about the committee.
0: Yeah, you oh. are also uh the, the winner of the Shining Wizards Fantasy Football League. Uh, yeah. So like, pretty much the the tribal chief at this point, but
3: so I want everybody to just think about this. Mike is the can you beat the champion, the fantasy football champion. He's the picks champion, basically. So I just want Mike Peterson is the goat of shining <laughs> wizard <laughs> network. He's un, he is unfuckable with. <laughs> I guess he's oh. Roman and solo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if you are
3: listening, and it hasn't, and you're you're like you know, I'm making some plans for my Memorial Day, thinking about some you know some hot dogs, some some burgers. Don't forget to tune into the Shining Wizards podcast where Mike is going to defend that can you beat that title against whatever poo housery the committee has planned. Yeah. And
4: Mike is
0: the first champion in a long time to win by actually answering a question.
3: Yeah, that's right. It was a Ring of Honor question, too. It was, actually.
0: Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say that. I mean, the only person besides Matt to win that championship uh, by actually answering a question. So I'm just throwing that out there. Um, I can never do that. So, But, Mike... Uh, <laughs>
3: Kate, Kate never lost, either. She got jumped in the garage. It's true.
2: That's true.
3: Um, I didn't realize she went to Full sale because, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, it's
2: dangerous down there. Um,
0: but Mike, is there anything else you want to put over
2: uh, for all the high fivers here? Um, I don't know. Sometimes I occasionally stream on Twitch every now and then. Um, at lol Mike Peterson.
0: So you want, your, you want to send me your Twitch uh username thing? I'll put it in the show notes.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: So, and then you can follow Mike on Twitter at
2: lol Mike Peterson.
0: Yeah, and the same in the Shining Wizards Discord. If you're not in the Shining Wizards Discord, A, I mean, if you are in the Shining Wizard, don't be a dick. I don't know what happened today, but I guess some drama happened. Don't be a dick. We'll kick you out. Well, we won't kick you out, but somebody will kick you out. What, was there uh, drama today? There's something, yeah, Matt posted something on the Twitter machine. so oh, I, I totally missed it. I guess that's not a bad thing. Yeah, he's like, yeah, our Discord is for being supportive and not to be a shit. Um, so, yeah. So I, w- I wonder if Wolfpack Raven tried to come back your <laughs> time. We talked about him earlier. So, um, but Mike, this is a pleasure. Um, thank you again so much. I mean, it was literally 22 hours notice. Um, great fill in. So we were planning on having you on, but um, this worked out perfect. Um, you know, we'll stop. Definitely...
3: Stop putting over the person that ain't here. Mike is here. We were blessed by having our candy beat that champion here. with us.
2: Acknowledge I me. I do. I've even done it on Twitter. It's true. You have.
0: So, Mike, thank you. Um, Yeah, your stickers will be in the mail whenever they get there. But, uh, yeah, and like I said, that sticker gimmick, that is real. Um, High fivers. I I got a couple addresses. I will send them anywhere in the world. I don't give a shit. I mean, if you're going to listen to Will and I ramble on about some very interesting Ring of Honor, at least we can do uh,
3: stickers. Hit (laughs) hit us up. You can hit either of us up on our our personal social medias. We are going to have Ring of Honor revelry dedicated social media soon. We have an email. You can shoot us an email. Um, I'll send you my mailing address. You want to send me a letter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the
0: email to... is just now revelry at gmail.com.
3: It's easy. It's the name of the show. Yes. So, e- emails. You got, you got questions? You want you want to send in your own question dishonor? With the dun, 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 dun.
4: Uh, yep. uh,
3: send it in. Yeah. Uh, if you have comments, you want to say, you know, we're the best, you know, comment that somewhere. So VGM and the SWN, go, damn, we
0: got we have something good here. Yeah, the best, the best. I got to find a clip of OT saying that. So, well, gentlemen, I'm going to Matt Bowman this shit. All right, high-fivers, we're back. Um, I just had to pull a funny gimmick. Uh, Will's got some funny news uh, that he wants to shout out one of our high-fivers. Will, what do you got?
3: Take a minute to shout out our friend uh, Eric Freeds who has started his own podcast, Nattering with the E. Brunden's oh shit! hadn't even. Oh, I forgot. Mike, to bring it up. Mike's yeah. been on. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm on the latest out, episode. He's he's reached out to me about uh, if we're I'm going to come on. We're going to talk. Maybe we talk music. Maybe we talk comics. We talk about really whatever. But um, well, that's new. Uh, he what talked with Brandon about deathmatch wrestling. Uh, Mike, what what was a uh, I part of? That I listed, What is uh, what was your guys' uh, uh, episode focused around?
2: Uh, mine was more focused around um, the. Uh, it was actually more beyond focused.
4: Nice, very than nice. Than
2: anything, yeah. Uh, we got it. We we went into some ROH, a lot of AEW. Some WWE, some random stuff, but it, uh, I mostly kind of gushed about Beyond Wrestling for about 20 minutes.
4: Yeah, I need to jump so if you, if you
3: the, the, If you like the first segment of the show, where Mike and I just talked about Boston-based pro wrestling, I guess go to there. You can yep. get some more.
0: Yep. Um, but it looks like Eric Freed's recently got something in the mail, Will, I heard.
3: Yeah. Uh, Eric asked if he's officially uh, a Ring of Honor reveler because he got a copy of Dual Powerbomb. And the so, order... What, this week? Yeah, I mean, he got his through Amazon. So, I mean, they have the, the guaranteed to ship. But uh, Tom is uh,
0: still, you, you ordered that thing a while ago. In February. <laughs> still, um, I am going to send bookstore tomorrow. <laughs> um, so, as this drops a couple days later. So, hopefully I've got it in hand. But and I, I, and I guess on that note,
3: the day this comes out is Saturday. It's also free comic book day. So, if you have a local comic book store... Go. There's they bring in a bunch of fun extra stuff, most places do, and they have free comics. Like it's not just like here's your free comic. Like there'll be like displays full of just here are just some free comics that you can just have.
0: Yeah. I got an old Pantera comic book I'm trying to unload, so
3: but yeah. I, I'll I'll probably I'll probably try to hit up at least one. I do have to go to my local shop tomorrow at which would be Wednesday as a series, Because I've got some, some orders I got to pick up. Nice. But definitely got to try to get out there on a Saturday. Cause I've never been to a free comic book day.
2: Yeah. Free comic book day is always a good time. Um, that's where I got my uh, Avengers attack on Titan crossover.
3: <laughs> yeah. They do a lot of cool stuff. Cause there's a new series. I don't think it started coming out yet, but it's probably one of an author. I think it's going to be called tenement or something like that. Mm. And they're kind of like issue zero. It was like a free comic book day thing like last year. Nice. And it was a super, like it was a super short, small comic. So now I'm like, well, Dan, I got to wait for like the trade paperback to come out So I want to have like the whole thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, gentlemen, this is officially the end, but uh, Mike, thank you again. Will, thank you as always. Thank you. Shiny wizards network. John. Uh, Make that all the high fibers and we're out of here.
1: This has been a Visionaries Global Media production. Visionaries Global Media. Envisioning excellence on a global scale.